0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 789. Roll your own.
1: And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is indeed show 789. Uh, and Gaz is not here. He is on walkabouts somewhere in the wilds of England. And uh, in my in my never-ending quest to get different kinds of people on this show, uh, I've got uh, Mike Edom, who I, I uh, you and I know each other from the Facebook ah. Mac to the Future group, isn't it? <laughs> No, oh, the name. Sorry? <laughs> My name.
0: And and and, and it, it seems the older crowds tend to say it that way. Oh, what is it?
1: I thought it was, it's not EDM? It's initials. Oh. EDM. Oh. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize those were initials. I thought that was actually your last name. Well, okay. if
0: I actually put initials, Facebook would flag it, and they're like, this can't be a name. This is initials. So, yes. Facebook, okay. We went on a tirade of actually pe- changing people's names to real last names.
1: <laughs> well.
0: One of the last few.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, as, as long as, you know, we won't, we won't tell on you. We won't tell Facebook. No, they won't hear this at all. No, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, in the intro I've got here that, that Apple makes a myriad number of computers, both desktop and laptops of various shapes, sizes, and options but what do you do if none of them fit exactly what you want or need? And that's what Mike and I are, we're going to talk about that in the center section. Buy Uh, a PC? No. uh, Yeah. 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 Well, you can buy a PC, you can go to (laughs) Linux, you can all kinds of things, but we'll touch on that again, actually. Yeah. There's a few other options. Um, now I've had a a series Two Apple watch Mike for, for quite some time. And I just, never really saw the need to go, you know, to, to upgrade to a newer watch. And, you know, I'm, I hang on to my tech for like a, a really, really long, well, I don't have, actually, I don't have it on. <laughs> I don't have it on me at the moment. So, uh, you know, uh, other than, other than this iMac, which is a 2017, uh, my, my phone is an iPhone eight Plus, And prior to the other day, My watch was a series Two. my iPad is an iPad pro first gen. And I, you know, as I look at it like this, if it's still working and still doing all the things that I needed to do, why am I going to spend a lot of money to get something new? If it's not, if, if the money that I have to spend to get something new, isn't going to afford me any great benefits beyond just being able to say, I've got the latest and greatest new and shiny, then, you know, what's the point?
0: Well, I can be proud of actually all the tech that you have there. That was, you know, last year's model and maybe the years before model, but they were all very solid devices. I definitely have friends that have iPhone 6s and 6s. No, all all your tech was just very, still very relevant compared to other things. But the watch, I think I have found other people to have an older watch, if they have a watch. It's one of the last devices to kind of update It's not prioritized unless you use it, which actually I do. I like the notifications, but and the battery life was the one uh, one thing that made me kind of get a new one. I had the one, I think, for a while. Okay. And then sold that, like, I think six months ago. And of course, somebody else bought a one and I kind of laughed at them slightly, but (laughs) (laughs) go ahead, have fun with that. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know. It tells the time. Yeah, I'm sure that's all they were using it for.
1: Yeah. And plus Apple, I don't know if if it's still going on, but, um, I got a hundred bucks from Apple for the series two, which is, isn't really that much. And I'm sure I could have gotten more if I'd sold it on the market. Maybe not, but it was, it was kind of like, do I want to go through all the hassle and trouble of, you know, going onto Craigslist or eBay or, or, you know, Facebook marketplace or however it is that you want to sell your used gear? And I just said, uh, no, Apple, you're going to give me 100 bucks. That's fine. So I just went ahead and yeah. got the five.
0: Definitely not bad. But you're kind of the consumer they were reaching for. So any any business that buys back products typically has a horrible price. You go on Gazelle, and I think the on average they're uh, lower for every type of Apple product. Apple has had a good program, I think. I've always, oh, no, you gave – your apple old apple device to apple they you know ripped you off and i started looking into the prices and i'm like oh my gosh like this is not bad i mean it's 30 dollars less than like craigslist sale and and not the hassle like you described I i was wowed and i i think they're giving a little extra money so they can sell another computer that's you know really solid so they can sell more computers basically right
1: exactly okay um we're actually Gaz and I are. I have this in the in the future topics page, but I'll, I'll hit on it real briefly. Uh, the eleventh anniversary for the G Men on the MyMac.com podcast is coming up on March nineteenth of this year. Uh, off off the top of my head, I could not tell you what that day is. Uh, it's probably not a Saturday or a Sunday, but it's going to be relatively close. And because we just did our big 500th episode extravaganza we're not going to we're not going to do anything beyond just saying hey look at us! it's our 11th anniversary because it's not like you, you no, know no big parties no no no, no you, know, you come home and you say you know you've been married for a while you say hey it's our 11th anniversary honey and she just looks at you and says okay you know get the kids uh-huh. up and, yeah wash your hands it's time for dinner you know who cares? It's the, it's the 11th anniversary. It's not the, it's not the 10th. It's not the 15th. It's not the 25th. It's the 11th. Who cares? Well, you are gonna have your Macy's parade just stomping around the house. Just woohoo. <laughs> was, yeah, Macy's Day parade with like huge underdog balloons and stuff. That's what I want to see. Exactly. Yeah, but see, somebody else has to do that. If you do it for yourself, it doesn't really count. Well, you get to the age where you always throw your own party. Well, yeah. I mean, we just had we just had (laughs) Valentine's Day yesterday. Okay, if you buy yourself a box of chocolates, it doesn't really mean anything, you know. (laughs) So it means something. Well, it means you got chocolate, though.
0: Yeah, it means you're a little
1: crazy, a little bit.
0: But yes, a Valentine's present, buying yourself not so good. Birthday present, you so, kind of you yeah, get yeah. to that age where you buy yourself a birthday present. Well, you I, throw your own self a party. You go to the uh, Dave, whatever Dave event and you Buster's. Go to.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say bar, but bar's not everybody's scene. <laughs> <seen. laughs> yes, Dave and Buster's, sure. whatever you sell. You, you know, you have a nice meal alone, and it's your birthday party. You just <laughs> get to that age.
1: Well, and because. Neither of my kids nor my wife understand my my obsession with, with tech. I end up buying pretty much all of my all of my te- like Christmas time, for example. Now my son, my older son, gave me and it's a great microphone. It's a Rode M2, which is a um, it's a condenser microphone that kind of looks like an SM58, you know, the the long stem kind of microphone. And I was stunned when I saw it because my kids and my wife don't typically get me tech gifts because they figure I'm either going to get it myself or they're going to get the wrong thing. And you know, all of the the chaos that, that follows along with that. So yeah, when I saw that, when I saw the road M2, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> it was like, wow, he, he really did some research into this Now he would considered getting me a, um, uh, what's the company that makes the, the little tiny cameras? Um not go so, Go. Right. He was considering getting GoPro. A, yeah. a GoPro because yeah. at the time I was doing a lot of stuff in the car with Guy's Daily Drive, which I will get back to. I swear to God. Whoever's listening to this, if if you were following Guy's Daily Drive, I will get back to Guy's Daily Drive. I just it's just not it's not been a good couple of months. But because I haven't been doing Guy's Daily Drive in a while, I was kind of glad he didn't spend the kind of money that you need to get a GoPro. All <laughs> right, we're going to go into some some quick news snippets. And typically, Gaz has like a little you know themey themey song that goes with this, but I don't have that in my in my repertoire. So we'll, I'll just do it live. <laughs> okay, Gaz's news snippets. Uh. Malware jumps. Over four hundred percent according to a maker of anti malware software. Yeah. <laughs> For the love of the I flying spaghetti it. monster, don't download Safari extensions just because someone told said to. Yeah. And a, a malware, any malware software company telling me, Oh yeah, look at all this crazy malware that's going on. You know, you kind of like, yeah, okay, dude. What 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 are you trying to sell me here?
0: I've been pissed at Malwarebytes for a while, actually. So they've been around for a while, but they bought a company up that I loved, Adware Medic. Oh Have you yeah, Have heard of that name? Yes. So that was a singular guy that created a list of malware that he would – He is the expert on Apple malware. He uh, writes the uh, um, website, which I, I think he still writes it. Um, my uh, the Safe Mac, my Safe Mac. I think it's the Safe Mac, but um, his website is the foremost uh, authority on Mac malware um, and really gets into some details that no one ever, even quote unquote other experts, know about. And he got bought up by Malware Bytes. And as soon as that happened, the software turned into the product Malware Bytes, and it's got, well, not scamware, but just really bad product after that point. You automatically get. Uh, enrolled into a a free program that spams your your mac and tells you oh you should buy this you should buy it over and over and over and over and over again and it was a simple program before that he he, he he didn't have big banners that said buy me but he did have a little tiny one but it just went downhill from
1: there but. okay uh next one is nevada democrats to use google Forms. To prevent similar issues that uh, the Iowa caucus had, and uh, you know, because adding Google to any process involving personal information is just bound to make things better. What do you think? I like Google. I do. I use. <laughs> I, tr- I, use a, I trust them. I do not. <laughs> I do not trust Google. For the for that matter, I don't really trust Apple that much either with personal information
0: <laughs> so, so, so data in general putting data out there into the world doesn't have to be applicable it's not the best opinion best idea for you is that what no, you're, you're
1: saying not <laughs> really happy with that but that you know when you get right down to it especially with google their whole thing is to sell information you know whether oh. it's to advertise and you know i, I don't want to get into all the, the myriad things that they do but that's that's like their whole deal you know that that's kind of the way things go all right well talk talk nicely they're listening to you oh i'm sure i'm sure it'd be like oh you don't like us huh okay all right yeah yeah let's see <laughs> search results Yet mm-hmm. uh ji quo says the unannounced iphone 12 won't include unannounced 2x2 MIMO uplink support uh so the unannounced phone won't be able to have two separate streams of uploads with unannounced 5g support that will be restricted by unannounced carriers with unannounced up and down limits. <laughs> I recognize that name. I, I we
0: we've heard of that guy many times before. Oh yeah. He usually knows what he's talking about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. You know, anyone who is an analyst is fair game. As far as I'm concerned, because, you know, their whole, their whole thing is, and, and nine times out of 10, especially with a lot of them, it's, it's like, we're going to just throw all of this stuff onto the wall to see what sticks. And if they get something right, you'll never hear the end of it because, oh, well, we said back in you know May that, that the iPhone 12 was, was going to have 14,000 cameras and, you know, 26 billion megapixels. And, but if they get something wrong, you never hear about it again. They've been pretty
0: right on all sorts of different information that we get secretly. Which has been pretty good.
1: Uh, Yeah. Secretly, not so secretly. (laughs) Uh, Next up, new iPad Pro with A14X processor and 5G support out later this year. Uh, It must be true since there's no way they could know that the A13 processor would be replaced by the A14. How could they know? They, They could skip a number. Maybe. They They won't, but they could. Uh, I'm still waiting for the iPhone (laughs) nine. Well, that might be next month. Uh, Amazon (laughs) sues the Pentagon because they didn't become Jedi's, which is the joint enterprise defense and infrastructure cloud. And I would not recommend using the force against the Pentagon. That's just me. I'm really
0: surprised. I did not know of this program. I am assuming it's a real program
1: well it's 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 a contract it's it's this huge contract um and uh, i gotta be very very careful how i (laughs) express myself for various reasons that i don't want to go into on the (laughs) podcast um secret 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 secret. uh yeah this is this is basically uh cloud-based infrastructure for the pentacon similar to what both Amazon and Google have done uh, with various government entities here in the Washington D.C. area, and it's not a huge surprise that a big contract like—I mean, this is a this has got to be a multi-billion-dollar contract. Uh, almost every single one of these contracts that, that you know, when it becomes—and I'm using air quotes here—finalized, typically. Uh, are going to be challenged by one company or another. I've, I've just never heard of it at this, at this level before.
0: Well, definitely Amazon getting large enough to just kind of, well, sue anybody. And well, they have a lot of power. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, they both do. They both do. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that's going to about, Oh, I forgot. I got to do the, the closing theme for Gaz's news snippets. Da-da-da. Okay. So, uh, we are going to end this segment And, uh, Mike, usually I would have the guests do this, but I didn't, I didn't like brief you on this before we got to it. So I'll just do it. I'll do it myself. Everyone, please stand by to stand by and Mike and guy will be right back.
0: I'm Mike McPeak of the Bard on the Plains podcast. This podcast is about stories and storytelling. Storytelling is one of the oldest forms of entertainment. From sitting around the campfire to the child sitting on grandpa's knee, we have communicated with each other like this for ages. Not only was it entertaining, it was also a way of passing down laws and traditions. We still communicate with each other nowadays, but it's increasingly through static mediums such as Facebook and Twitter. Without the human interaction, we lose the context of the story. This is what I hope to do differently on this podcast. Have real people telling their stories in their own voices so the emotions and the feelings come through.
1: After all the time and money Guy has put into perfecting the audio quality of the show, It's kind of ironic when you consider the content the G Win on a my Mac podcast. And welcome back to the my Mac.com podcast. This is segment two. This is segment point two of this particular numbered week of the my Mac podcast. I don't even know why I'm going into all that. It doesn't matter. You already know what the number of this show is. So Mike, one of the things that intrigued me, and part of the reason why I wanted to have you on, uh, was some comments that I had seen you make in regards to Hackintoshes versus, versus Macintoshes. Now, when it comes to buying a Mac, you you basically have like about four or five different choices. You have uh, MacBook Airs, you have MacBook Pros, you have Mac Minis, you have iMacs, you have uh, iMac Pros, and you have now Mac Pros. Good list there. Yeah. All of them. And then you have the myriad ways that, that you know Apple will allow you, he says with quotes, to <laughs> put various things into the computer because they've now pretty much made it to where once you get that computer in your hot little hands, there's not much else you can do with it beyond maybe upgrading the memory. Well, if you go a slightly different route, if you go the Hackintosh route, you can set it up pretty much however you want to do it. Definitely. However,
0: however your imagination takes you.
1: Within some limitations. No, quantum computing Mac. Why not? (laughs) Well, but but don't you have to make sure that that pretty much whatever the, the bits and pieces that you buy are compatible with the mac os unless you're really good at going in and and editing text files or creating your own drivers um but fortunately because of uh some sites like uh what is it tony x86 tony mac x86 tony mac x86 it's been a while since i've looked at that site um there's like a lot of really really smart people who have made drivers for god nearly everything that's out there even even to the point where you can take completely unsupported video cards high end video cards and get them to work on a, a mac that you've put together yourself because the the kinds of drivers that you have for most video cards won't work on a standard off the shelf video card because of the firmware that's inside of that card. Did I say that correctly? So we've actually had for videos. We typically video
0: cards. We've typically relied on Apple to have the best drivers. We actually haven't had too many off the shelf video cards, uh, that are completely non-compatible made compatible CPUs. On the other hand have been the like AMD, People have written drivers and, and things to make those work, and those are definitely not very compatible with Apple at all. And maybe even, even though they're
1: x86, they're still x86 processors. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I think that was the only thing. Video cards mostly have been we, – we've been stuck with mostly compatible ones. The ones that aren't compatible, not too many people make drivers for that. But it's definitely been interesting on the many programmers that make these drivers. Tony Mac is actually – one of the few websites that have dedicated programmers that put their drivers on this website. It's open to the public. I mean, you just sign up with a little uh, forum user link and you know, sure. it's free, but it's still slightly closed off. And actually, other Hackintosh community, there's a division that other people are like, oh, well, you, you don't want to do that. Those are closed off drivers. And it's, well, it's not that closed up you, you sign up and, and then you have access to it but so is this the whole
1: that, open source versus closed source kind of argument that they try to make yeah and
0: and, and it's weird on that commentary is open because it's free but yes there there is there's drivers that are open source and that some that are not even knowing they're free which doesn't free doesn't make it open source basically
1: so, so yeah. they're what are they not happy about
0: uh, so yeah, it's the, I, th- I think it exactly is the argument of open source versus non-open source. And yet from the user standpoint, we don't care. It's free. It, right. Sometimes open source means free sometimes, but not always. Well, actually, I think maybe you can't charge for open source, but I'm not positive on that. But yeah, I mean it's, uh, it was that argument basically, so the other programmers couldn't get access to some of the driver's codes on Tony Mac. So that was slightly closed off for programmers' standpoint. But other than that, no. So from user standpoint, you go on the website, you get a list of parts, you put it together, and usually works out of the box. If it doesn't, you go back to the forum and people have done this same list over and over again. So there's always somebody that if they've had an issue, here you go. Hey, I did this and it fixed it. So definitely that parts list has been awesome for the community.
1: One of the cool things that I've seen uh, on that site was, uh, comparisons to some of Apple's hardware. And the, I th- the big reason why they do these comparisons, I don't think is to say, look at how our stuff is so much better, but more of a guide to say, well, if you're looking for like a, a Mac mini type machine, or if you're looking for, uh, a, a, you know, the kind of power that you would get with an iMac or with a MacBook pro or, or what have you that, Th- that's what these comparisons are for so that you can say, okay, well, I'm going to take a, uh, an Intel nook and make that into a, you know, low powered Mac. That's going to be similar to the kind of power that you would have in a Mac mini. That's actually
0: been part of the buyer's guide. Yeah. So you have a list of something mini, uh, cut a custom Mac, which would be a pro Mac and then a budget Mac and, uh, custom pro Mac. So they, they have these parts list labeled as if the other Macs, like the mini and mm-hmm. the pro and things like that. So yeah, you can follow along and, and compare it to, okay, well this, this high end board is going to be comparable to a Mac pro. This low end board or smaller board will be comparable to a, to a mini. So yeah, those comparisons. Yeah, it definitely, and yeah, there's not much talk about, I, this one's better than that, you know, this Mac and everything. It's, it's definitely been about having just another option. Not
1: necessarily a better option, just another option. And, you know, some of the issues that you may have in creating uh, a Hackintosh is sometimes certain components that come with uh, some standard motherboards, even if they're recommended or have been vetted by uh, the, the Hackintosh community is, you know, things like Bluetooth may not work or audio may not work or, um, uh, Wi-Fi or, or what have you, but there's almost always workarounds. Either you have to go in and, uh, adjust some text files. And these are, these are, you know, correct me. And if I say anything that that's not correct here, let me know.
0: Actually, I will correct you on one thing. Sure. Go ahead. Definitely, there was kind of scary words of, oh, editing a kex file. And of course, someone might it's say, a, well, what is a kex file? Is the it's a text question. file. Um, so you don't e- edit a kex file. So that would be the programmers that would typically want to do that. Yes. Um, so th- so it would be the smarter guys than you that have done Hackintoshes longer than you that would edit a kex file and then deliver you the the pre-made the adjusted edited kex file. So you as the Hackintosh user or maker would just go get a different KEX file that's already added. So you wouldn't want to know that code or or un- have to understand that code. You would just get, oh, this guy said this KEX file works and use this one. Right, but especially nowadays, if you're not a even, programmer. Even especially. nowadays, you typically don't even have to do that. So you try to rely on a lot of the pre-made tools, Clover being one of them, and then multi-beast being a second one, they have collections of these kexes that they will update for you. So when you go and get this new system that's got certain certain parts, you'll choose on a list, I have this board, give me the best uh, drivers for this one, and they'll update that list behind the scenes for you. So it makes it even easier for the average user to just build a system. But yeah, definitely editing a kex file sounds scary to my ears and to some other users' ears of editing this Type of weird file that they don't necessarily even know about or understand.
1: Now, what about? Um, I know that in some cases, depending on the motherboard, that there isn't a fix. So there are things like uh, Wi Fi USB dongles, uh, Bluetooth USB dongles to get around some of the limitations. Uh, and it, it's mostly limitations based on uh, the Mac OS as far as being compatible with with some of this other hardware.
0: Yeah, I was going to say for USB devices, something that's not compatible on your Hackintosh is not going to be compatible on a Mac anyways. So USB devices typically tie into uh, software and, and Mac software specifically. So if you get a USB, Bluetooth, it might not work on either a Mac or PC or a Hackintosh anyways. Um but yeah, USB devices, no matter what hardware, typically they're cross compatible because it will either work with a Mac or it won't work with a Mac. Right, doesn't matter Hackintosh or not.
1: So, have how many uh, how many different systems have you put together over the years? Uh thirty ish. Wow, over thirty. So, uh, so, what are the what are some of the um, the the pluses of kind of rolling your own?
0: Uh, the most obvious one to have a hackintosh is you can choose what you want from the beginning and you can update at a fraction of the cost you get a mac you have all your parts together you want a better mac you get a second mac yeah hackintosh <laughs> you want a better hackintosh you buy a CPU a 300 400 cost not a two thousand dollar cost or three thousand or way more than that so you upgrade your processor you upgrade your storage all separately or all together whatever your choice is And that's the biggest selling point of a hackintosh and then of course you actually can build a hackintosh for a fraction of the cost all done and and there's a couple youtube guys that are pretty popular saying well i made a six thousand dollar mac with you know three thousand dollars and it's you know, it's a pretty good comparison and an eye opener for the general public. Of oh, well, that might be interesting. Let me go down that direction and not be too scared to do right. it. Right,
1: and you can also you can also custom build a machine based on the the kind of stuff that you're going to do with your computer. So if you're a video editor or an audio editor or what have you, you can you can pick and choose amongst all the parts that are available to emphasize those parts of the computer over stuff that you don't care about. Like if, if you, do you, do you need to have the latest and greatest video card if you're more interested in editing audio or the reverse? Do you, how much do you care about having uh, like, f- for example, this crazy setup that I have here in audio, do you really care about having, you know, something that's going to deal with with this level of audio if your main concern is with video because you're going to bring in audio as a separate file you're not going to generate it typically right there on your computer
0: well definitely being an audio video guy yourself you kind of need your good cpu and your good video card all at the same same time yeah but yeah no definitely the video card is the most expensive the other than the cpu and yeah, go ahead. Save three hundred dollars or six hundred dollars if you're trying to save money on a, a either in a, having an expensive video card or not having it and saving that money. So yeah, no, that's definitely a, a win-win in choices and yeah, having many many choices saves money
1: left and right. So what what are but, some what are some of the minuses of of doing going the Hackintosh route? Um, you can still crash
0: your mess up your system beyond recognition with uh an update but that goes for a mac too but it goes sometimes doubly for a hackintosh but usually for any professional you don't want to update your system you you just don't do it because you have your own piece of software that you spent three thousand dollars on if you update oh hey stops working same thing in the mac world same thing in the hackintosh world but on the hackintosh world You jump through a couple extra hoops sometimes if you accidentally update and, oh, now I can't get access to my system. How do I edit something if I can't get access? And then you have to jump through some hoops to edit things with your Mac not fully booting. So that's definitely the biggest consequence. And then other than that, if you have a pre-built system, there's not really too many consequences. They work. They work out of the box with things connected. I think Wi-Fi is the only thing that you switch out. And after you do that, it's 100% usually.
1: And if you have if you have an Ethernet you know c- cable connected directly, then you don't even have to worry about Wi Fi. Yeah, no, and that's a jump uh,
0: a, a work through for a lot of people. It's like, oh, I don't want to go find the correct Wi Fi card. I'm just going to plug in Ethernet, and that's usually 100, um, percent no latency standard, or anything. Right? Yeah, no, and actually, as far as Wi Fi, I personally have gone only Apple Wi Fi for my. PC Hackintosh, which is unlike a lot of other Hackintoshers that typically you go buy this little card that's quote-unquote compatible with Mac, which is usually pretty good, but it's usually an older one that's not got the same bit rate as all the Wi-Fi cards on Apple computers. I have an adapter that goes into the PCI slot Mm -hmm. on the computer, and I have another tiny one that goes into the tiny PCI slot that's typically... good. uh, has a PC Wi Fi card, but uh, I have adapters to put the Apple Wi Fi card. So being a computer repair shop, I have tons of Wi Fi cards laying around, just littering the ground and d- I'll, I'll go find one off the ground and 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 put it into my <laughs> hackintosh. Yeah, Wi-Fi cards kind of get tossed and and thrown away a lot. So <laughs> they're not thought of as valuable until I actually make a hackintosh. I'm like, oh, well, I actually need a Wi-Fi card. Let me go find one.
1: Well, bef- so. before we uh be- before we end this segment, is there anything else about hackintoshes that uh, that people should know?
0: go buy one,
1: (laughs) go, go make one. I I would say,
0: you know, I make the statement, go buy one, but you have to go find your guy. It's the same as a car used cars, uh, you know, get that deal. You got to go find your guy. Um, so you you can go make one. It's not impossible, but I would say, just look into it. Ask
1: some questions like, Hey,
0: have you ever heard of this?
1: So uh, you'll, you'll learn a lot. So what are, what are some of the good resources that people can go to? So Tony Mac, I, I
0: definitely uh, I'm a little bit biased. There are a couple other websites that I actually don't remember off the top of my head. But Tony Mac has a parts list and a buyer's guide that if you want to dabble into it, you can literally buy the parts off the list, put it together. Yeah, and right just, there, you there have there's like Amazon
1: shopping lists already pre, have, pre-set yeah. up.
0: And, and actually use the links um, links like those are always giving a couple cents for every purchase, sometimes a couple dollars and our do, donations to the company don't to the website.
1: Right. And that's Tony Mac 86.com or it, that is, is there correct. something more in there?
0: No. Um, actually let me double check that link there. Uh,
1: Tony Mac. Yeah. That was correct. Tony, I'm going to Mac X 86. 86 86.com. Make sure I got that there in the show notes so I can put a link in, uh, in just a little bit. All right. Uh, Mike, I think that is going to end this particular segment. So I'm going to tell everyone one last time. Yeah. Just stand by. I don't know why I'm talking like Jimmy Stewart to stand by and we'll be right back. Yeah.
0: guy and gaz on the my mac podcast are such jerks for making me listen i only wanted to download
1: and welcome back to the third section point three point three mike of the MyMac.com podcast for this week and um we like all the stuff we were just talking about and this is a terrible terrible segue. The only thing I need you to do is say, "nod your head. Nod your head. Thank you. Hit it. Gases, tips. Mostly. Gassi's tips. Mostly. Gassi's tips. It's time for Gassi's tip. Just a terrible, terrible, terrible segue. However, iTunes is gone and can no longer be used to manage your iOS devices going forward uh, with Mac OS Catalina. However, you can still... Manage your devices and create backups to your Mac by doing the following. Connect your iOS device to your Mac with a cable or similar as supplied by Apple. Open a Finder window and click your iOS device's name in the sidebar. You'll need to tell your Mac to trust that device, because Apple doesn't trust nobody these days, and enter your password. Next, in the General tab, click the circle next to where it says Backup, all of your data on your iOS device to this Mac. That's it. If you want encrypted backup, well, that could be a topic for another day. Would you agree with that, Mike? Yeah. So uh, you're, uh, mm. you're you're nodding your head. <laughs> okay, got Not it. Not nodding my head. Nodding his head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Gaz. tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's, Gaz's tips. That's Most the of end of Gaz's Gaz. tips. Hey, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? there we go okay audio uh, clips yeah i love them i love them we sometimes we have like whole segments of nothing but us going back and forth with audio clips so uh, we have show notes
0: here that are quite interesting actually <laughs> we have show notes that says silly language yes and i'm trying to read this and see if this is actually like another language
1: did you translate something but it's no it's been translated look, and you're going to be reading pun- that when we get to that section the guest always has to read the silly language. However, my pick, my software pick this week is OBS or Open Broadcasting Software. You can find it at OBSproject.com. And if you want to do things like live casting or, or you know anything along those lines, OBS is completely free, completely configurable. Uh if you if you're not really comfortable with configuring software to do that, there, there's other options, but OBS is a great way to kind of get your feet wet in doing live casting completely free. Uh, Mike, is there is there any software or hardware that you, that you would recommend?
0: Mac OS.
1: Mac OS. He likes the Mac OS. So
0: if if I actually you... really like Mac OS. <laughs> 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 really, really like it. Okay. So much that I actually will have a computer with Mac OS on it and no PC, but a PC with Mac OS on it.
1: Yeah, so it's like one one way or the other way. Okay. If you would like to do a, uh, iTunes slash podcast review, we would really appreciate it. Just, uh, however it is you do that these days, let us know that you've done it. And if you send me your email after you have done so, I will send you a Woo T that is big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E exclamation mark that spells Woody. And Mike, you'll be, you'll be getting a Woody for, for being on the show this week. It, it will change your life. It will, it will make your life better in ways that are just completely impossible to describe. <laughs> nice. And if you would like to help support the things that I do, I have several different ways that you can do that. I have uh Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mac parrot. I have a coffee page, ko fi.com forward slash Mac And I have a PayPal Page boy, that say that 20,000 times fast. PayPal.me forward slash Mac Parrot. Those are all the various ways that you can help support the show or support me in one form or another. Really would appreciate that. Uh, Mike, is there any contact info that you'd like to give out? Actually, I run a company for computer repair called cool. zenrepair.com.
0: And uh, definitely read up on there. We're actually based out of Santa Clara, but we are a national business. We have mail-in service all the time. Feel free to check us out.
1: And is there an email that's associated with that?
0: Uh, Actually, you can do anything at zenrepair.com. But, uh, really anything, name, Mike, anything. you could, uh, say, Hey, you guy, Mac something at zenrepair.com. <laughs> it will get
1: to me. That is so cool. So it doesn't mean you could, you could even put naughty words if you want. I was about to say some, some better yeah. you know, this asshole at, at zenrepair.com. <laughs> zenrepair.com. Oh. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me, my email address is guy, G-U-I, at my mac.com. You can also find me on the Twitters. I am either MacParrot or Vert Shark. I have, wow, two. I'm so special. Twitter accounts. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of Gaz, he is Gaz at mymac.com. G-A-Z. He is GazMaz on the Twitters, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can get a hold of either one of us on Twitter. Whoa, Twitter, we're Twitter, we're Twitterlicious. Guy and Gaz, G U I A N D G A z cars over there on the twitters if you would like to get a hold of fearless leader, tim and remind him that it's been almost 11 years since he turned this show over to us and what a horrible horrible mistake that was that is feedback at mymac.com and by gosh and by golly we have a skype telephone number that you can call and leave a voice message on and If I ever find it, as Mike can attest to, I will play it on the show. (laughs) And our Skype number is 1 or plus 1 outside of the United States, area code 703-436-9501. That number again, 1 or plus 1, 703-436-9501. If you'd like to just do it without that pesky 1 or plus 1, go into your Skype app and it's 703-436-9501. That's how that
0: works. I rem- remember having a Skype number. That was years ago. Yeah. Used Skype as a cell phone. So it was an interconnected or internet connected iPod that would take a Skype call. An iPod. And that was my cell phone. <laughs> so- <laughs> That's geeky. That's geeky as hell. <laughs> this was when, back when I was a little bit poor and decided to not pay for a cell phone bill and yet had <laughs> my free Skype phone. And then at one point they had a really cool handset internet Skype phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that they was did, a true phone that would take internet, uh, accept internet and would be a Skype phone. And that was pretty cool. And I wanted one of those. And then finally afforded an iPhone with no service. <laughs> and that, of course, has your head, headphone and microphone that acts like a phone. And that was a little bit better than an iPod Skype phone.
1: <laughs> well, Mike, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show this week. And not only that, I would also like to thank all of the wonderful people who have downloaded and listened. Listened. To the my, that's right. That's the important bit. If they don't want to download it, that's fine. But if they download it, they have to listen to the my Mac.com podcast. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And Mike, I think that we're the silly languages coming up here. I think that we're good enough. I think that we're smart enough. At least one of us is. And that doggone it. Woof, woof, woof. Or maybe cat gone it based on what's happened here today. People like us. Now here's where they, you read yeah, the they silly. Really like they us. do. This is where you read the silly language.
0: Ah, well, We have La lot. Seven fifty podcast. Yang mana gas dan guy tala melakat What? What? <laughs> Bizarre something something. Wow. Yeah. Y- you need more consonants in here and, and vowels and and. <laughs> well, it's Portuguesey. Is it? It is. It is. It is. Now there's a mala. I tells you, uh, are
1: you reading the silly language? I no. I, I, I was, and then could not say anything. <laughs> well, the last thing you have to say, I, I, there's a word there with a couple of exclamation marks. Um, uh, no, there's not, <laughs> there's one. It's a mala. I tells you, uh, I think we're looking at different show notes here. So
0: definitely you can get audio clips from me because I actually speak in incomplete sentences and never know the last part of my sentence as i am thinking about what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm from South Florida in the seventies, so I'm not like I don't have my own issues. And
0: of course, actually doing a recording. We're in different time zones. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're out I, in Cali. Yeah, California. So I, Get up and look at the time. I'm like, okay, well, I'm on time and then some audio issues on your side and no response for a while. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and was
0: worried. I you know, it's like, oh no, did I did I pick the wrong time? Is no did no, he no. did he want me to be up at five o'clock in the morning? Oh my god, no. I was like, No, I, I think he told me my time, right? Like, oh no, and I was very, very, very worried. I was nope, fretting no over here
1: no <laughs> dude, don't have no fret all right i'm gonna get us started are you ready
0: i'm ready